All right. Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Scott. I'm Philip. I'm Blake. We're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. Not yep. this episode. <laughs> oh, did Diaz finally fix his internet? Hey, he's back. Yeah, he's no, back. It was my internet. My, my, my laptop went to sleep. <laughs> it was so tired of it was so tired of listening to this. It went to sleep. I can't find it. Well, I think it might it might have been Blake was talking about putting the kids to sleep. It's like, yeah, me too. Bro. <laughs> like, you know, that's a great idea. And I'm Diaz. Hey, Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to try this one again? This episode is brought to you by This episode is brought to you by Big Ear Pedals. Our favorite pedal builders out in Nashville. Is that true? Yeah, I think that's true. My favorite yeah. pedal builders out in Nashville. Yeah, for sure. Sorry, all the other Nashville pedal builders. You guys are great. <laughs> you're just not but you're not great. sponsoring this show, so therefore, you're not the favorite <laughs> yeah. for this time. Listen, you can you can be tied for number 1. If you'd send us stuff. What, so, wait, wait, wait. What was the deer slim thing? You're, you're my number one B. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> and a and a one B. Yeah. Seems legit. You're not, no, no, you're not number one A. You're, you're number one B. Um, yeah, there you go. So yeah. Also, also it's brought to you by listeners like you who, who give us money. <laughs> only those, only the ones that give us money. So uh, all the other ones, just stop freeloading, get with it. Is that a is that a recipe for Patreon success? Because I'm I'm gonna have to revamp my strategy. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you probably have us beat in Patreon success. Um, because I, I feel by begging I, and pleading, please help me. Well, considering <laughs> one of us is making money doing it, and the, and we're not even breaking even, so <laughs> yeah, this costs us money to do this show. <laughs> this is costing oh, me dude. much more than just money. Yeah, it's sanity, <laughs> dignity, relationships, like every, everything's going downhill just because of the show. Oh, All right. boy. Uh, well, besides crippling depression, what's new with you guys? <laughs> I'm just over here sipping on some liquid death. Oh, yeah. Liquid okay, death. is that the like alcoholic sparkling water stuff? or No, it looks like it looks like beer. It's just water. It's that's all it is. You murder your thirst with mountain spring water. That okay. is the most metal water I've ever heard. I, here's my thing about that. How much does a can of that cost? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, I think it was like a dollar twenty. Okay, that's not bad. Why does it? I don't. It, it, I think it's still yuppie as hell. <laughs> I was. You know more, I was like, you, I can. You know, get, it's bad when Scott calls it yuppie. I mean, it is. There's. I mean, I went to the convenience store and I was like, I'm. I almost never buy bottled water because I usually have my own, but yeah. I would, I left the house without Wait, it. Wait, you make your own water? Jeez, don't we all? <laughs> you do too. That's... You just flush it away like a... Like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, you dummy. <laughs> Moron. Yeah, please. We got to conserve resources in this day and age. You guys are ridiculous. Oh my gosh. I mean, that people, when I was doing uh, the podcast, Chasing Tone podcast a few months ago, Brian his brain about melted when he found out you could grind your own peanut butter here in the store in Portland. And I was like, wait, that's what? So weird? That's weird. Like, that's insane. That's so cool. That's probably yeah, just, awesome. Cause it hasn't like, I, I, I like the natural peanut butter stuff, but like if it sits on the shelf too long, it separates and you got stir yeah. it forever to get back. Yeah. You just that, walk up to the grinder. You pour however many peanuts in you want. You put the little bag under it and it just grinds it right there. And it's not like at a specialty store. It's just a, the fred meyer which is the kroger over here 
That's pretty cool. That I, is a, that's really sweet. I've yeah, seen I, that in like uh, Trader Joe's or like uh, or maybe it was Whole Foods, whatever. They don't have just peanuts. They have like you can grind like pecan butter. You can do yeah. cashew butter. You can. I want to grind. I want to grind my own gummy worms. Like I was like <laughs> I pick the colors. I mean, I don't, blue and red don't always have to be together. People, blue and yellow, go crazy with it. I don't like blue gummy worms. But if you grind them together, it's just going to be Jello, right? Isn't that how that works? Yeah. You got a problem? No, it's going to be a broken machine that Diaz just walks away from. (laughs) (laughs) I checked to see if a camera caught me. Yeah. You'd be like, those service industry workers are so dumb. Oh, wait a minute. I is one of those service industry workers. Let me get this straight. Oregon lets you make your own peanut butter, but it won't let you pump your own gas. Hold on, you Which no no no! You... Don't damn it! Why'd you do that? Because he has a point right now with the yes, gas. point. Damn yeah. it, Scott! You threw you you lobbed okay, him that. You... Okay, most of those articles about like oh look at these people putting gas in plastic bags that was all fake because gas isn't yellow, dude. Well, hold is, the fuck! No no no! Yeah, all kinds of different colors. Hold on, oh, Blake. I you know what? I'm div- I'm going with Blake on this one. I'm going against Scott. Blake has dude. yet to make an argument. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm making it for him. That's how much I love Blake. Listen, look, look don't Diaz, forget, this is what, a presupposition. Ergo, uh, okay. oh, dude, don't you ergo me? <laughs> don't you ergo me? All right. So, what did I do before I went back to Burger King? I managed a gas station, a convenience store. So I still have my finger on the pulse. Um, I was sent pictures from my old store of people doing that. Oh well. Like it legit was happening. And I used to work in the other side of the petroleum industry where the trucks go to get the gas. And I had to sample hundreds and hundreds, probably thousands of different uh, tenders of gasoline that came into the facility. And it can definitely be the colors that were being spread. What was the best tasting one? (laughs) Uh, The ethanol that came in. (laughs) Pretty good. Oh, that, that joke was corny. I know. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Don't drink the ethanol if it's industrial, though. Okay, just text me when you guys are done, and I'll hit stop recording. (laughs) (laughs) We're just bashed. Listen, hold on. I used to have to dip tanks, man. The colors change a little bit. Dude, I don't want to hear what you've experimented with in college. Dude, if if I was able to dip those tanks with my... (laughs) I'd be very impressive. Okay, so, Scott, what's new with you? (laughs) Um... (laughs) I got a Sonic cake pedal. <laughs> nice. Got Another the, one. Got the little awesome. mini volume. So. A Sonic cake pedal. I'd rather talk about dipping tanks. <laughs> <laughs> kidding me? All right. Episode title. I'd rather talk about dipping tanks. Actually, Blake, did you see? I, I actually got one of those little amp plug things. I did. Oh, I, nice. It sounds exactly what you think it will sound like. <laughs> okay. So like hot trash. All right. You plugged into a 1980s Walkman. It, do you remember? It sounds remember? like it. Uh, the, a, the old box ones. On, no, it sounds like a pod on extreme mode. That's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> That's yes. actually better than what I thought it would sound like. So yeah, you're winning. I haven't figured out a good way to record it for you guys yet, but I actually like. I was like, this is actually fun. I feel like it's kind of like the the Dan Electro bacon and eggs, where it's supposed it's gonna just sound horrible no matter what. So just just do it. Just send whatever audio you can capture. I disagree. You sent me that bacon and eggs, and I think it sounds great. Well, it's you know what it's it's a lot of fun. No, but I mean, I, I've told the story on here plenty of times about how like people I bought them for cheap because people thought they were broken. <laughs> really, they just sound, <laughs> they just sound like that. And, uh, they're like the speaker is blown. I'm like, no, it's 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 like a two inch or it's like a one inch speaker. Like it's it, 
if that <laughs> you're gonna get whatever's out i love those things though that's kind of how it sounds when i had cool. that fender yeah. greta i kind of felt the same way with that like three inch speaker that was on that thing yeah i think that's the point right it's yeah. not supposed yeah. to sound full and rich like a like a marshall half stack exactly yeah like the early Black Keys records, uh, Dan Auerbach used one of those little smoky amps and would mic it up with a ribbon microphone. I want to get one of those little Marshalls, little Marshall half stacks and just mic those up like you see all over the internet. So both of those things are actually legit. And the little Smokies ran into a large cab sound awesome. Yep, they really do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. And with that, I have to go to put my kids to bed. So it's been awesome. nice talking to you all. <laughs> have a great evening, Blake. Yeah, uh, sorry I couldn't be there a little longer, everybody. But It's my not. fault for taking forever to get here. I'm sorry. How dare you be employed? How dare you? <laughs> Listen, in this day and age, I kind of feel like that. <laughs> well, we weren't, we weren't even supposed to be recording an episode this week, but here we are. Oh, here we are. Nice. Yeah, we nice. were all supposed to be like, well, Scott was taking a week off, and like I've been taking a few weeks off, and then we're, uh, that's all I saw was, hey, who wants to record? I was like, yeah, screw it. I'm that's almost home. Let's do it. We, we have right. fiduciary responsibilities these days. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. All Thank right. You, Blake. Bye, Blake. Bye. I'm looking forward to when Clifton just like hops into this at any given. I'll do point. it. It's, it's like the hot seat. We're just going to trade out other hosts. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's what's so, new with me. I got the I got the other Sonic Kick pedal I'm demoing. All right, Philip. What's new with you, bud? I got I got two things. Uh, so one, I'm. This is going to be awesome podcasting. One second. We can't see anything. I know you can't, but I have okay. to see y'all. Even okay. though listeners can't see. I found this. Oh, nice. Oh, that's cool. It's the ACDC Back in Black Funko Pop in the Walmart clearance aisle for $3. Are you? Was there another one? No. It, Dang it. it. So it, it apparently fallen at some point because there's a small crack in the top of the case. And like... Um, the figure, the head had separated from the figure, but I like looked through. I was like, "Oh, that just pops right back on." So I got it, opened it up, fixed it, and now I have it. It's awesome. Is it, is it weird that I want a life size Angus Young just in my house at all times? <laughs> Funko Pop version though, but it has to be like a life size Funko Pop version. How how tall is Angus Young in real life? He's kind of a small guy, right? He's he's a short guy. He's like probably like five foot seven. Do not know. Um, uh, I'll look it up because I, yeah. I want to see how close my guess was. Google machines. So, uh, but while he's looking that up, my other new what's new is uh, he is five foot two. Oh, wow, that's like prince levels of tall and not tall. Uh, yeah, I actually think prince is taller. I think prince, yeah, prince I, I am 16 five, inches taller than him. <laughs> I'm six two, Scott. You're what, six four, six three? I'm six six. Okay, six six. Gosh dang, I didn't know you're that much taller than me. Yeah, wow, I'm five ten. You giants over yep. here. Yep. When I'm around Diaz, I just kind of lower myself. <laughs> that goes for the podcast as well. That's that. <laughs> that was that was symbolic. <laughs> that, was, that had was multiple a, layers to that one. Yeah. Listen, if you like an if, onion, every, every once in a while, Scott graces people with seeing what my text messages look like. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously though, like I, I like I just posted the other day of like, you do not give me your phone number if you're a guitar friend because I will send you random things oh my gosh so. but, but yeah my other new is uh i bought a two rock traditional clean i'm jealous dude the things yeah, yeah it, I, you know what i'm really upset about is you selling that fender strat well how do you think i'm paying for the two rock 
I I, that, that rosewood neck strat and then but what's the color on that the blue daphne blue yeah daphne blue oh that's well, so here's the deal if uh, i'm I'm not gonna drop the prices on those and it's right. not like i can't afford the two rock but right. it completely wipes out any gear spending for like a year yeah i know that feel do what yeah yeah i so, know that feeling I could eat if I could sell these things. I can recoup that money, and then it's life as usual. But I have a two rock. Um, yeah. If I can't sell these things, um, or I do that thing where I put things up for sale and then can't seem to get rid, let let them go, uh, then it's I live with a two rock and having zero gear spending budget for a year. Unless you decide to sell something else down the road, maybe. Yeah, that's true. Or you know, I hit the lottery, or or well, I mean, or you find a, a cool trade that works out for you and something that's like true. that here's my question that rosewood neck is it dark or is it kind of more of like a poppy like a snappy rosewood uh it's you know it's you mean tonally yeah uh i don't think it's dark sounding at all it is a little more mids heavy than i'm used to a strat being i feel like i feel like the rosewood the <laughs> complete <laughs> there he is there's clifton clifton's here we're live so we on lost air. we lost the tone mob and we gained clifton it, it's it's there a book what's up buddy oh man i was about to fall asleep <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> we're in the middle of recording dude this is this this will be like a dream it'll be great it'll be yeah, like a lucid awesome. dream <laughs> go to sleep <laughs> yeah that's that's, my, dude, that's what i've got uh okay. what about you uh uh what you got there diaz i don't think i got anything i my life has been so crazy yeah i haven't gotten anything new with gear i've i i had a tease for trading my mjt strat for a silver sky Ooh. um that fell through which at the time my mjt was loaned out and i got it back and i played it and i was like yeah i love this thing. <clears throat> honestly yep. the mjt is a more unique thing the the only thing that the silver sky has is uh resale it would yep. have the resale on it i mean it'd be faster to resell definitely true i feel I, like that i mean MJT... when, when diaz floated this to our private chat it immediately went people were like oh which one should, he was like which one would be more, worth more and i went the answer is which one can you sell to scott faster well i didn't i didn't even i was i actually wasn't really caring about the value because i knew like in the long run they were close i feel like the, the mjt has more fluctuation though in its value um, it just depends on who wants that specific yeah. setup because I had it specifically made for me. Yeah, um, but Silver Skies are so heavily produced right now. I think you're going to right. start seeing them kind of flood. Like, there's going to be they're, a they're in the used prices, in a year or two. I think the used prices are sitting around 2000 right now. 2000 to what, 2200 Which is what you can get one new if you just negotiate with Sweetwater. Right. And uh, I, I see like I see them going down to like 17 1600 at some point. Yeah, uh, if not even lower. Yeah, you think lower than that? Yeah, like C. I'm going to use the CE24 as a comp, um, because they're similar prices and similar similar build quality and everything. Uh, you can see CE24s drop into like 13s. But I feel like, the, but the thing with those are, I feel like with the name John Mayer attached to the Silver Sky, it's going to allow it to stay up a little bit. Well, so the two things that would happen is either they stop production on it. Yeah then it would hold its value like the way like my fender john Mayer is worth a lot now because they stopped doing it but um yeah what are those up to like two grand i haven't even looked About? i got mine for a thousand right well i think the other thing with that is that 
Um, I don't I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it feels like they've made a lot more silver skies than they ever did the Fender John Mayers. They made oh, yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. And PRS over time has a habit of their models drop. They they do not gain value the way like Fender and Gibson models tend to. Uh, uh give it time. I feel like PRS well, yeah, the thing about PRS is uh, the quality. So, I mean, what the PRS started? What was it? Early nineties, nineteen eighty five. Oh, early or mid eighties. Um, but a lot of the guitars you find that are earlier in like the early nineties, stuff like that, and those don't have the value. I feel like because their quality was not to where it is now. I think just seriously, give it twenty years, and the fanboyism will start driving that stuff back up, though. Yeah, the but- same way like Silverface amps from Fender were worth nothing. Mm-hmm. 10 20 years ago and now not that long six seven years ago yeah well I, I a lot of that was that but i feel like the like fender revolution was a lot of john mayer stuff too because i mean look at i i know he uses doubles and stuff but he has those fender the fender basement is a prime example that just the fender basement still not worth I, very much money i know but it, oh my gosh it would be worth even less if it wasn't tied to john mayer I mean, uh, you can find basement tens for like nothing. Well, we mean like the basement basement. Just yeah, we're not we're not talking about like basement tens. Was it basement fifty of the one thirty five? We're talking about Fender basement, so like either blackface or the the silver face, like the late sixties. Yeah, the ones that everyone models after. Yeah, I I I think that's part of. Oh, basement tens tens a good amp, but. It's not that 50 watt. It's not the baseball cab. Yeah. No. Clifton, what, what do you got new in the gear world? Um, I don't have anything new. Um, I mean, we hit that store guitar center and that other store when I was, Oh yeah. We haven't talked, we haven't talked about that. Yeah. Clifton, Clifton came through town and we hit up a couple guitar stores. We hit up my local uh, guitar center and uh, lanes music, which is a, a neat little shop that he got to see. Yeah, so we they, played a basement there. We took turns playing. The, uh, they had a silver face. Uh, I think it was a fifty watt head. Oh yeah, the one that we ran through the four by twelve. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they had uh, another amp hooked up to it. We also messed with the uh, um, Jerry Friedman. Cantrell yeah. Friedman, the little, the new one, the like, the smaller model. Yeah, that was pretty it, sweet. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called, but. Uh, it was, I was it, it was a cool was, layup. It was very versatile. Yeah, I was digging on some of those like seven strings and like those crazy guitars there though. Yeah. I, was, that, like, I, I watched that video and you know put oh. it up there and the, my first thought was um that's a way better stock guitar center than the ones I'm used to. That's yeah, the same well, thing I said. I've had a, I've had my local guitars well they that's the best they've been in a while. I've walked in and seen it pretty bare. But mm-hmm. my local guitar center is really cool um, because they've got a, they get a, a lot of uh, boutique stuff come through, and uh, I don't know they, we've had the same pretty much the same managers and stuff for quite a while. Uh, there's a lot of people that I see all the time in there, and, and they've they've always done really well. They've always taken care of me and everything. That's where I got uh, my SG original two. I found that in the U section there. And that's been my like number one. I remember guitar. that guitar. Yeah, that's been yeah. that's been my number one guitar for quite a while now. Well, hey, um, 
the one of the more memorable things. What did you think about that Guild Twelve stream? Yeah, we played this Guild. That was a new guitar too, wasn't it? Or was that a used old one? I think it was. It was. Oh no, that was old. Wish. It was uh, old. Okay, I think that one was old. The one I'm thinking of. Yeah, we had a lot of fun in the acoustic room. But it was like I think less than seven hundred dollars, and it sounded it to me. It was one of the best twelve strings I've picked up. Yeah. Wow. I want to, I really, that's one guitar. That's I've never owned a 12 string, but like I want one just because I really love, I love playing those whenever I'm like playing around and singing just because it gives you such, you know, a bigger sound. Yeah. I, I want one. I've been, I've been kind of poking around it. I've, I've borrowed one before a couple of different times. Cause like I played guitar for a production of mama Mia and there were multiple 12 string parts in that. And like, Oh Yeah. I, I want one, but I can yep. never justify buying one. Dang it, Abba and your 12 strings. <laughs> I just don't want to tune it. Curse you, Abba. I don't want to restring it either. Go oh on. my gosh. It's like twice the work. <laughs> Sorry. I, think I don't know why that made me crack yourself up. on that one, Diaz. I, was, I, was, I don't know why that cracked me up more than it's. I think, it's, it I think it's more than that because the tuners get so much closer together. The spacing gets closer together. None of them uh, have locking tuners. But yeah. it's not funny whenever you say it's like two or yeah. three times more work. <laughs> at that point, it's just like, okay, you're overanalyzing this. Um, dang it. What was I going to say? Something about sound of news because we're 26 minutes into this episode. I don't feel like we need to talk about news this week. Hmm. Well, there is one thing that we apparently will, I know we'll have to talk about. Well, let's cover it. Well, Hang on, Diaz hasn't actually looked at the list yet, so. I have, and that's 100% true. <laughs> we can see your cursor on the G sheet right now, dude. We <laughs> know what you're doing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Listen, it's a lot more fun if I'm surprised. You get more natural reactions. Even though I've texted you about every single one of these items over the last two weeks. I've talked. I, I know these. It's okay. Oh, this is this is really timely, too, talking about this one, the first one. Yeah. So Solid Gold Effects launches the EM3 multi-head octave echo compact but extensive delay. Um, this is really cool because uh, is the octave, is it, a, is it a lowered octave or is it a upper octave? lower octave that's what i thought i listened to it i loved it whenever it went really droney i feel like i'll let philip talk about the slapback capabilities on this okay that's more his neck okay so that's let, more his neck of the wood. let's let's first finish running through what it is so it actually has three different heads or four different heads three different heads i think it's three oh, no. uh yeah um a three-headed echo with individual controls at hitting the $209 price point in a That's single beautiful. a single pedal enclosure. I, I feel like it, it has a really great sound. Um, I, I mean, for $200, $210. And that's why it's sold out within five days. They are sold out. Yeah. Whoa, they're sold out? Yeah, they're completely sold out right now. I wonder if they made us if they're making smaller batches right now due to like COVID restrictions or anything like that, like maybe getting parts. the The thing is, though, for, is it? Am I right in saying that there's some of these parts for like delay pedals that people are having problems getting a hold of? Because it seems like uh, I don't know if it's been Keeley or people 
have been talking about it's been hard getting certain parts through covid and all that uh, i don't know the specifics but i mean just in general every part for your pedals is made in china so yep china um, so either you find a warehouse locally or you you're you're figuring out how to navigate the the supply chain in a way that it actually works for you but to to buy in large quantities and stuff like that you know you can't just airship you know so you yeah gotta, you gotta figure that out plus it's all gold in canada so you have that extra barrier yeah oh canadia well, yeah i but I, i'll be honest you I'm gotta just gonna... sing it in french for what part of canada he's from <laughs> all francais Ah, Francais, Canadien, je suis le grand fromage. That that was way more than I expected out of you, Diaz. I'll be honest. He just that means I'm. I mean, he watched Dexter's Laboratory. That's all he knows. (laughs) Je suis le grand fromage. Well, I think a a multi-head tape echo single space with tap tempo at two hundred and nine dollars. Yeah. yeah, that's a killer price. This is a gateway drug into Volantes. That's all I'm saying. Listen, I love my Volantes so much. I think oh. this thing could be the replacement for people who have a Volante who it does they does more than they really need it to. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the Volante, if you're I think if you're looking for like a just a traditional like slapback or um this thing just, goes up to a thousand milliseconds. I mean that be, just go is get that a, a whole second. For. That's a whole second. Yes. Okay. So here, why do we say that? <laughs> why can't we just? Why can't we just say one second? That's what the ad copy says. Okay. <sighs> Diaz, do you actually think a thousand milliseconds is longer than a second in your brain when you hear it? Do you think no. it's bigger? No. When I hear a thousand milliseconds, I think that's just a second, and we're saying it in a stupid way. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like like now like 1100 milliseconds I feel like that makes more sense besides 1.1 second you know that's an interesting way to think about it as a bilingual American it nothing in the metric system really throws me off so all right well this has been uh, (laughs) measurements (laughs) (laughs) with the effects loop that's not how you measure shit um all right uh it's either foreign currencies or the metric system that's what we argue over so i'll tell you who is that gosh darn metric system let's do it the way the lord wanted us to in standard all right so boss preps anniversary editions for the sd1 and the mt2 uh so how old are these all now i think it is the sd1's hitting 40 years i think they are no, fortieth yeah. and thirtieth. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I. I don't know. It's weird. Like Boss doing limited edition colors does not do anything for me. Like I mean, do. the uh, yeah, and actually, the MT two anniversary edition hits one hundred and thirteen dollars, which is a lot of money for not a Waza. Yeah, metal zone. I mean, um, I would have been, if they did these Waza with limited edition colors for the anniversary. Yeah, that would be a lot cooler. But just doing the standard one, like I don't know the 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 black uh, DS one is still like I kind of want it. Oh, I definitely want one. I, I want, don't want. I don't. I don't want one because you can't have it modded. I want this black Super Overdrive. I'm not gonna lie. 
Well, I yeah, feel that's like a pretty cool looking total. Yeah. You could just uh, could you just change the guts out with a one that you could mod? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, the holes are still in the same spot, but then like yeah, okay, you're just paying for a fancy un- case, but yeah. Unpopular opinion. Right. I don't want to mod the SD1. I think it's a fantastic pedal as is. Yeah. I, well, I'm more. I was, t- I was. I think I was still stuck on the DS1. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I mean, it, well, and you can mod the DS1. It's just a lot harder with surface mount components. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if Analog Man says "f it," <laughs> that's he, all again, I'm saying. He can do it. He just can't do it at like a speed that makes it worth doing. Exactly. I mean, uh, no one makes Mike do anything at the speed, <laughs> except for what he wants to do. And that's why I love him. <laughs> I, He's I, like, I, yeah. I, look, I could be, I, I could make a lot more second pedals. King of Tone in six years. I look forward to getting my third in two years. Oh my gosh! Hold on. I mean, has, has the date moved recently? <laughs> Not really. It's it's been okay. pretty slowly. I, I'm in. I'm like. I think it's in August right now. I'm in September of that year. So like, oh. mine's coming up a lot sooner. Yeah, dude. It's gonna. It's awesome. It's my favorite drive pedal. Period. I uh, I've well, I've owned one before. Okay. And I sold it to Scott, so I'm going to see how long I, I'm going to see how long I can hold on to this one before I sell it to Scott. <laughs> this is, I see a trend. We we started out talking about selling things to Scott. I make money on Diaz's impulsivity. It's pretty great. Yes, he really does. But but the thing is, is usually I'm I, I'm usually pretty good at like picking up stuff at a decent price, where I still like either break even or make a little money, and Scott makes just more money. Hey, that's a win-win right there. I prefer a win-win-win, but a win-win will do. Well, I mean, somebody else gets the pedal from both of us at a price they're willing to pay, so that is the win-win-win. It's a win-win-win. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We, we, pull, we pulled it. You oh. know, technically, Diaz gave someone the amount of money they wanted for it, so it's a win-win-win-win. Yeah, like whenever I bought a I don't freaking... like that. I don't think that many people should start winning. <laughs> I'm going to get tired of winning. And, uh, I'm really tired I'm like Charlie Sheen. I'm always winning. Okay, <laughs> Tiger's blood. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so, that's, that's a throwback. Edition boss pedals. That I don't. I, I was listening to someone else talk about this. They're only limited in that they're only available in 2021. Oh, that's lame. That's. Yeah. I mean, that's granted, how- granted, that's pretty cool because it's. But I, I don't think it's. These are cool enough. You know, I hey, just. What's I the price care. point? What's the price point on that? 113 for the MT2. What was the SD? Like 60 bucks. $60. Oh, oh well, really? That's a good for the... deal then. Yeah. That's yeah. not. Wait, hold on. Yeah. SD I take it back. is $60. Okay. But I want a, one. A, a regular SD1. Take that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I want the black one. All day long. You. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna. I, I actually, I'm probably gonna buy one tomorrow. <laughs> They're available later in June. Oh uh, well, not tomorrow then. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. All right, um, where are we at? Blackbird. Yeah, yep. speaking of black pedals. But this pedal's not black, is it? But it's the Blackbird Open Drive. Oh, you got to work on your segues. That makes too much sense. Okay, we got. It's got to be. Dude, Diaz just insulted like, your segue. <laughs> How terrible do you feel about Spe- yourself right now? I, I, I feel pretty shitty. <laughs> Speaking of boss pedals, this pedal is the boss. <laughs> PS Audio. It's not a pedal. 
I'm sorry. You, it, after all it, that crap you just gave Philip, that's what you came with. <laughs> no, that it was it was ironic. It was an ironic joke. Like Clifton, did you fall asleep? I'm reading this. Uh, reading this thing. Okay. <laughs> that was, that was, I just. I thought I heard a little snore, and I was like, "Clifton calls into the show and falls asleep." <laughs> that would have been great. That I, I want everyone to know how loud of a snore Clifton is when he's sleeping on a couch at Nam. Oh. So it is a battle. Fender in a box. Yep. So you it's got a black face and a brown face to own. Go to town. Yeah, it's it's amp overdrive, amp in a box sounds. Uh, <laughs> we don't have love pedal anymore, so someone's got to do it. That's true. That's true. I was in a shop last week, and they had a whole bunch of love pedals, and I really thought about buying them all because they aren't made anymore. Which ones were they? Uh, uh, they had the Super Six. They had the tweed, the fifty-seven Tweed one. Uh, they had a couple of others that I weren't super familiar with, but I can find out what they were again. If you don't have an Eternity yet, those are worth grabbing. The, I only have fantastic. one anymore. Um, I have the Mississippi Chula, which is their Germanium Plus base. I thought the Chula was uh, an overdrive. The, the Chula is, but the Mississippi Chula is the black pedal, and it's a fuzz face. Oh. It even uses a, a you have to have a polarity switch for the power as well, because it's nice. it's plain old-fashioned germanium fuzz. Nice. You know it's not plain old, old-fashioned? The GFI system Skylar reverb? Nope. Yeah. That is not plain old-fashioned. No. We're talking stereo reverb, a single-size enclosure. Just four knobs, analog drive through has four has two presets, four different algorithms, and an and an LCD screen. This is pretty yeah, nice. Sweet. At at two hundred bucks, this is like this shouldn't be in this price bracket. I feel. Wait, like. this is two hundred dollars. Yeah. What? Yeah, like this feels like it should be a three hundred dollar pedal, though, doesn't it? It it you get. $200 with tap tempo, multiple multi-modes and an LCD screen all day, every day. It's really the LCD screen and the presets that makes this thing just go off the, the map. Because like if you compare it like 200 bucks, it's competitions like the Slow and like the Fathom, right? Like you got Walrus yeah. hitting about that price point. You still got an RV5 and an RV6, but this has the full stereo side of it too. You gotta use yeah. you gotta use TRS jacks though to get the full stereo. Yeah, you know what this is. This is the stereo mold, uh, preset pedal for people who don't want MIDI. Yeah. Yeah. This is what UA should have done. Oh. Well, this is, is how this, much the UA is should this have cost. The algorithms yeah. that was out of like that big combo pedal that they had. I forgot. The uh, yeah, I wouldn't be it. surprised if this has stuff from the Specular Tempest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you've got a. A spadium, which I'm assuming is a spacey stadium. You got a shimmer, you've got a plate reverb, and you've got a tremble, which is the tremolo reverb with a tap tempo on it. Now, it also has a multi purpose jack, so you can do a separate tap tempo or an expression pedal into it as well. The LCD is really the thing that makes this thing like 
just seem ridiculous for this price point. But it's pretty cool. And along with it, they also came out with the Orca. Same size, same price point, same LCD screen, same stereo operations, same expression pedal tap, everything. But now running tape echo. Up to, up to one second. Diaz, they use seconds, not milliseconds here. You can be happy now. Um, so it's got a digital mode, a tape mode, a diffuse echo mode, and an ambient, which has a... The ambient has a slightly less uh, available delay time at 840 milliseconds. These are incredibly appealing to me, and I really wish I had gear money for the next year. (laughs) (laughs) I just you're gonna have to sell some stuff to get into one of these. I I am because I I do not have gear fund for a year, but these are really really appealing. And I really like the whole TRS. If you have everything TRS for stereo, it actually cleans up your board a bit. Yeah, exactly. Because you don't have to use breakout cables. You just use a T regular TRS cable. Yep. Super easy. Oh, it's brilliant. It's smart. The, I, I'm very, very impressed with GFI systems right now. I mean, the Specular Tempest was an incredible pedal, but this means they're paying attention. They, they found a weak spot in the market, in my yeah. opinion. Yep. Absolutely did. Because again, you have the you have the two presets available in this too. Which is just again awesome. Now, is this for this is not for me, unfortunately, either of these, because I'm I'm in presets in MIDI world now, so it doesn't go far enough for me. But see, I've been in preset in MIDI world and while I still do it, I don't really enjoy doing it. I'd much rather do this. I want this really bad. I want to, I'm going to sell my DD five and get this. I think I'm going to, I'm going to pair this up with my, uh, uh, Volante and that's going to be my delay sections. That'd be a good mix. Yeah. Right. Really? I, I, I really want, I mean, I would not use on the Orca. I wouldn't use like the, the tape probably almost at all. I mean, no, cause you I have mean, the best my, tech tape echo available. I definitely use the 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 ambient, the diffuse, and the digital. Yeah, the only thing you don't have is an uh, analog delay kind of sound. Uh, I have the Wells if I ever wanted to have an analog, but I'm not a huge fan of the analog delay sound. Mm. I prefer tape or digital. I like them all, but I'm a tape junkie. Tape is tapes my sound, so this really really speaks to me as does the solid gold effects that we talked about earlier but yeah suddenly the solid gold doesn't seem like this is the fun part of which one do you want more orca orca i speak orca because you already have the volante so you don't need the multi-head right yeah same yeah Sorry, I just I, I <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking of too. <laughs> and this is how prog bands form. This is a hundred percent. No, this is how uh, we start an incubus cover band. That's what this is. No, no, no. Excuse me, sir. We are not gonna be a cover band. We will be a hundred percent a tribute band. We're not we're not we're not fucking around, okay? If we're doing incubus, we're doing it right from the beginning. Yeah, especially how much you've put into pedals now. Just to get the sound from the warmth. Yeah. <laughs> I the, well, I, I don't know if I talked about it on the show. I got the, the real echo. Did I? 
Oh, oh did the you? Real Echo? Oh no, you were talking about the. Uh, no, oh, I got the Rotosphere. Yeah, Rotosphere. That's um, but I got the Dan Electro Real Echo shortly after that. I don't think I've been on the show since then, so that actually should have been my what's new. Uh, it's just been a minute since I've been on the show. Um, yeah, I got. I went down. I drove all the way down to Chattanooga, which is a, probably about like a two and a half hour drive from here, and picked up a Dan Electro Real Echo for a hundred and sixty bucks. Nice. So those are cool units. Uh, cool units. Yeah, I'm slowly putting together my. Uh, freaking Mike Ford, Einziger, Einziger, Einziger. Well, while we're speaking of cool oh. units, Fender announced the American Ultra Lux series. I like these, except for I don't like the sunburst with the black headstock. That's not how that works. So we've yeah, got. I like that one. I like that one. So we've got no, strats and we've got Telecasters. They've got a a more traditional strat, and then they've got a Floyd Rose strat. Both right. with black headstocks and D-shaped necks and stainless steel frets, which is pretty big deals. I'm augmented D D-shaped neck. Then the D's nuts. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. Got him. Got I am, him. I am, I'm way more into, and this is going to sound. Where's insane. the mute button for Diaz? <laughs> I'm, I'm way more into this. Uh, Telecaster with wide range humbuckers and a Floyd Rose. It's so yeah. weird that it works. Uh, it is so weird it, that I'm into it because it still has a traditional use... telly. That's the other part of it. Like it's yeah. not. Right. It's not a deluxe telly look. No, it's right. double bound, like very classic or single bound. I can't see. No. Yeah. I can't tell if it's double bound without starting the video, which I'm not going to do. Um. Give me pictures, Fender. Give me backside. Give me that much I desire. Ooh, yeah. But no, I, I'm, I'm really into it. I didn't. I think like. It would be. I just, I don't like the uh, color of. I feel like if you do a, a, a sunburst body, uh, that stems that starts with black. Black is not the color of the headstock that should match. It should just be a. It should be. It should match the where the burst ends. Yeah, I only like one finish in this entire group, and that's the sea foam with a tortoise guard on the podcaster. I like I like the uh, silver burst strat. Uh, that definitely seems yeah. like something I'd use, like if I wanted to play like Motley Crue or something. You know what I mean, like Mick Mars style stuff. If and, and if, stealthily, it, that's an HSS strat. That black, yeah, right. The the black part, the zebra black on the humbucker really disappears. Yeah. Well, the thing and the and the thing is too is it, the humbuckers are not slanted like they normally aren't they normally kind of slanted no no i don't, I don't think so but don't quote I, me I, I feel like no i will i know no no I, it looks weird that it's not slanted probably because because you can mostly just see the cream colored pickup yeah i want uh, it on that strat with the floyd rose and the black headstock i want mm -hmm. a really wood fretboard on that real bad uh aesthetically. yeah aesthetically yeah i but i like I don't know. I've always wanted a Mick Mars Strat, uh, but the his was what Olympic white with a tortoise pickguard with a Floyd Rose. Yeah, and uh, but like yeah, I've always wanted uh, a Floyd Rose Strat. So I, so I get close to do that. You, do either mine. of you guys want twenty four hundred dollars? Want this? Nope. No. I I would maybe okay. like eleven twelve hundred dollars want this. So you're waiting okay. until the Mexican version comes out. I would yeah. 
Uh, even okay. I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to mm. get anything with a Floyd Rose, but I think it's cool. Okay. Um, I got to say, if I had $24 to blow, yes. But it's not a guitar that I would save up $2,400 to get. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah, okay. that makes sense. Okay, that's where I'm at on the $2,400 price point. I won't argue with the price point. I would love to feel one and see. My question is, how does the what does the neck do on the back? It's what is it? It's a modified D, so it gets thicker. No, no, no. I'm talking about the, the, the color, the color wise with oh, a matching headstock. It's just maple. I think it's just maple, and they say it's a satin finish. So does it like? I can't. I'm not able to find a picture of the back yet. Um, on the Fender, Fender website, there's stuff well my my internet's going a little janky slow yep speaking of which bye clifton we <laughs> love you clifton <laughs> all right so um i'm in the middle of i've got my my telecaster that i've had taken apart for years now and it's got a stripped out neck and i'm th- it's a butterscotch blonde but i'm thinking about painting it or having my i have a friend have, who's have you gotten the doing... neck affixed to it again no but i'm gonna give it to a friend to to, to take care of it um and we've talked about colors and i'm either thinking od green with cream uh binding and racing stripes or pelham blue oh, i love pelham with, blue. or I love pelham, pelham blue, blue with a, but i don't really like it on fenders i don't wrong. yeah i i don't i don't feel like it has the same effect as it does on a pelham blue gibson pelham blue looks gorgeous when you have a carved top okay on a Telecaster, I think it's going to look flat. Well, my SG has is Pelham Blue, and it looks great. But SGs I, have contours. Okay. Yeah. Either way, I, I think it's a winner color. I, I think that's a great color. Don't go boring. Don't, uh, olive drab's fine. Blue pops. I think you should be a three-tone sunburst with a white plate guard. Ew, no. Whoa, whoa, hold on. Actually, no, actually, three ply with a, oh, sorry, uh, three tone sunburst with a torque guard is basically my Fender collection. So I have a three, um, three tone sunburst Tele with a black guard, and that's the play. Okay, I don't like sunburst guitars that much, mm-hmm. except for uh, like if it's covered in gold. Oh, oh like my, uh, my Novo or like his, my, his MJT. My MJT. Yeah. Oh, is your, your MJT really gold over sunburst? Oh, yeah. yeah, relic. Oh, nice. That's my Nova. That's what I, yeah. I have on it. We got twinsies. I know. Twinsies. So now you can't it. Should we get into this? Last oh no, piece we're of not going. We're no, we're not going to talk. We're not. We're not going to talk about anything else for the rest of the show. We're Neat. done. Neat. No. Uh. So <laughs> last piece of news: Kemper is teasing Wi-Fi control. Uh. Yeah. With apps. Uh. iPhone apps. iPad apps. Uh, and they answered the question of how the old toasters are going to connect. Did you so, see that? So, yeah, via LAN connections. <laughs> LAN to router. Yeah. And you can control and if it's connected to the router, you can run uh I mean that's not a horrible thing. And and they've had Wi-Fi in their newer models this whole time without it yeah. being turned on. Stealthily added. So, that brings me to the topic. Is this enough to keep Kemper on top? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yeah. Because it totally. does fix the biggest problem with the Kemper, which is adjusting it in the field. Yep. I feel like 
uh especially with like i mean since the stage a question are the toasters that they are putting out going to come with wi-fi or are they going to just stick to land? So, I mean, there's no official announcements here, right? There's only, like, Instagram right. posts and stuff like that. So, right. nothing official. Um, well, but allegedly, no. <clears throat> I've seen some posts hinting that, like, for the last year or two, there there has been... Since they came out with the stage, there's been Wi-Fi chips in the toasters, too. Oh, that would be pretty cool. Um, I You know, and even then, if you think about it, it's not totally terrible uh, using its own if you like just bought or just grabbed a, like a cheap $40 router. I mean, I have, it, I have an airport express just laying around. Right. And I mean like that's the, like something like that's a simple fix to that. You know, it's just like using you like the, uh, use the remote anymore without a special router for PLE though. Oh, uh, for the power over in th- ethernet, you'd have to have a special one. Oh yeah. That sucks. I honestly, I think that, with Kemper, they've been out long enough at this point that it's time for a hardware revamp. I think it's just time. I think they need to update. Don't I think this is um I think this is slapping duct tape on the side of your above ground pool so it doesn't leak. Um I disagree. I, yeah, I, but I your think, outdoor pool is bitching. Yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. pool, but it's gonna fall apart at some point. I I no, but here's the thing though. How here's here's the here's the deal. Christoph has constantly said that the Kemper toaster, the Kemper is pretty much perfect the way it is. And seeing as they've been putting the, the Kemper's not even being utilized to its fullest ability. They're still able to just make, you know, software updates or, or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Um, and, just keep moving forward with the same hardware. Literally the only thing that you can find that the hardware is missing on some of the, you know, on the toaster is now stereo amps. Well, if you, you can be if, fine without it, if how the, else would they get you to buy two Kempers? If the only competition for the Kemper were the helix and the fractal, I'd say, yes, this is probably enough to keep them uh, up there. I think the introduction of the quad cortex changes that entirely. Well, there's yeah, blood but, in the water with the quad cortex for sure. Yeah, I but think the that quad cortex is still a baby and still figuring itself out. But that's the thing. It's still just a baby. It's been barely touched for what it's capable of doing and what it's going to be capable of doing. And it comes standard day one, better interface to start with. And cheaper. And cheaper. Well, so I, actually, I, I disagree with the better interface. So here's the thing. Uh-huh. The touchscreen interface is really good for some stuff on the Quad Cortex. The desktop interface for the Kemper is better. You mean the the actual like software interface? Yeah. Uh, well, that see that that's an easy and by fix. By putting that on your iPad, it's amazing. But I and, want and, the and, and as somebody who when when I'm playing out somewhere, I have an iPad with me already. So yeah. Um, it works for me. I, I I think it still probably sucks for some people. Well, uh, here's the thing too. Uh, with so one of the things about you, you said bringing an iPad with you, a lot of people have iPads, and also I I wonder if at some point they will have an iPhone app, um, or an it, Android app, or yeah, I mean it wouldn't like, be that crazy, I, right? Like I, I'm, but I think that how long has the toaster been out? How long has the Kemper ten toaster years? Been out? Oh, I think oh, probably over 10 years. Or is it just at 10 years? Something like that. 
Okay, so around 10 years. Um, and still, all these companies have had 10 years. And it finally, I mean, look I mean, how XFX slow. XFX has had capture tech. Yeah. And that's the only one. Like Helix, that's the thing. The next Helix is probably going to need to have some form of some form of capture technology and a marketplace to share it. That's that's what makes the next Helix worth worth buying. Because at yeah, some point they need to have a new flagship Helix because the HX Stomp is really the a better deal. Right. Yeah. As Two someone HX Stomps is a better deal than a full Helix. I, I own a full Helix and HX effects and an HX stomp. And I agree that the stomp is the play. That's the why way. are you selling your guitar when you've got so much redundancy there? Because I use them all for different purposes. Mm. I do. He downloads uh, the worship tutorials patches for the <laughs> Helix. He goes and gets the uh, tone junkies ones for this one. He goes, no, no, uh, I have the the smaller units are on two different pedal boards and I use them for different things and the helix pretty much is my the floor it goes for like musical gigs church gigs uh back when I played for things like high school show choirs and stuff like that uh it's when I need like every possible bell and whistle um that's what I take that for and I have to go direct and I don't even get to use like power cabs or anything like that I still think that Kipper's <laughs> doing just fine. I I think it has to. I think they've got to see a change soon. It's the UI being able to adjust the UI on the fly is going to be a big deal. Yep. We'll see how easily that integrates. I I'm skeptical. I'll be really honest. I, I'm just I'm skeptical because one they were so early in the game. They were they you know they were announced at the 2011 Winter Nam. Um, I, I think it's not. I think they're due for an update because I think the competition's getting too strong. I yeah, think, but think I about think it. They're, or they just need to drop their prices. But yeah, ten ten years. These yeah. companies have had ten years to try to catch up to them, and Kemper has been so ahead of the dang game every time. They have like, I mean, all it takes. Like, imagine if you have the forethought to like really see what people are going to be wanting in the future and able to unlock that later that, that's yes literally every platform does that not not like kemper did not he, 10 years helix just had a killer update where it came out with that dynamic hall yep. reverb that was like a game changer for a lot of people absolutely um kemper okay. rolled out the how kemper long has the helix been out getting up there too uh seven years okay and mind, it's just, three years. It's just an updated pod. <sighs> How could you say something so obvious, so so controversial, yet so true? <laughs> all right, uh, six so, years. Yeah, all right. So for four years, they were able to look at Kemper. Yeah, and that's that's still well within a normal development cycle for these things, yep. though. I don't, whatever. All right, I'm in in this damn episode. I'm, <laughs> I'm the only one of us that owns a Kemper. Yeah, it's true. I, I owned one first. So? I've, I've played one. That's about all I got. Yeah. Didn't live with one. Yeah, you got to live with one for a while and just keep falling in love with it. 
I'm I'm okay with the the line six stuff. It's been good for me. I guess. Well, you I mean, know, it's been good for us. Our patrons, Patreon supporters. Yeah, yes. I know they've they've been fantastic. If you want to join that uh, exclusive, amazing club of amazing individuals that get to hear me complain about things in private, um, you can join us our our Patreon at patreon.com slash the effects loop. It's also in our uh, on our website which is the effects loop.com i think right you know what new deal for our listeners um if i have your phone number already and you are not a patreon if you join patreon in the next 10 days i will not give your phone number to diaz oh that's a good deal mark that's one you're really put on blast number right now <laughs> mark 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 sports yep i've got his number oh, okay i think i wonder might be under a five dollar guy. You've got Clifton already. Uh, I've got Clifton's number. Blake. I've actually got Blake's number. Okay. Now that I think that was the biggest threat. Uh, yeah, Blake and I. I you know what? Funny. I've had Blake's number longer than I've had your number. Weird. Yeah. Because remember, I did the uh, cardboard Blake. Oh yeah. Oh so. yeah yeah really weird all right well speaking of weird things give us money patreon.com slash the effects loop uh, you can go to facebook.com it has links to our facebook group our instagram our youtube our email and uh i don't think we have maybe are we putting links to the show in the description or the links to the like the stuff the news yes yeah so like if you want to like play along and follow along that's always fun too since we can't like show stuff like some people do on their podcast um philip which what what podcast are you on uh so i've got uh this podcast called the 40 watt podcast oh yeah we oh it's 40 watts of love yeah i, I, I just love. thought that the 40 watt virgin but yeah <laughs> <laughs> philip philip and i are bunking together at summer name summer name it's gonna be great so, yeah he's, he's sleeping at the end of the bed <laughs> just like a little dog crawling. i have a separate bed thank you i paid for a separate bed anyway <laughs> <laughs> have you paid we'll see. hey yes i've okay. paid you get what you get all right I'm actually, be happy. that's right paid. actually i need to start hustling people for their second payment soon yeah oh gosh okie dokie how much that mustache well, costs? That you got we... money for mustaches anyway oh my gosh where's my money brian <laughs> where's my money all right guys we'll see you guys next week you have a good one for the effects loop i'm diaz i'm scott i'm philip and we'll see you next time. Bye. Oh, and and also we had we had Clifton and Blake. And, and, oh, I'm Clifton, and I'm Blake. <laughs> see you guys. <laughs> if we don't end with a sigh, are we doing anything? We are, we are, we are strong. We have to just keep pushing along. Come check out Diaz. We are, we are, we are one. I'll be honest. So let's come together, show some love. He'd be huge in Korea. There are many things that this world needs, but the most important.
funny, fun, funny story. So we are, we are, we are strong. Just keep pushing on. We are, we are, we are Right. <laughs> Two of the blue club, blues clubs are in the nice part of Chicago. Blues and, and, and are. Kingston Mines are both in very legitimate areas. So, yeah, you need to get to them seedy places. Yeah, you need to get to go to juke joints. Is what you need. No thanks, <laughs> dude. I, we, I we need to we need to get going, or I gotta go because I'm gonna have to oh, go oh. in like a, a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Okay, we've okay. been yeah. waiting on Diaz's five minutes right. for 25 minutes now. So. Yeah, I'm about to get the right. hurry up and come help me put the kids to bed. All right. Do you, you, you start this? Oh, I was about, well, if you keep talking, I can't. <laughs> Welcome to the effects loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Philip. I'm. Okay, somebody. let's start this over. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you two went first. Now yeah, we do. That's what. Uh, you're roboting now, Diaz, and gone. Uh, gone. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Seriously, if you guys just want to join the show at any time you want, just just let me know. I will fire them. <laughs> no questions. Yeah, I need to do another one. <sighs> yeah, yeah, you do. I need one. That's just what the internet wants: is more of me talking. That's what they want. I mean, it's worked out so far. Let's be honest. Yeah, I guess it's, something's happened. 
Yeah. Whether whether it's for the greater good or not remains to be seen. All right, he's gone. I'm just starting the show. Okay. Uh, I'll go Philip Blake. Okay.